The speeding and the sound is speeding. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week of Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, January 15th, 2024. <laughs> I And on today's episode, I'm a fucking auction guy. And uh, shit, I got my mother back in the saddle again. You know, we rip it up, microphone man with the plan. He gonna say funny stuff. Rip it up, chop it up like it ain't enough. Big Drew, one the motherfucking one, two. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week of Drew, the Monday, the never-ending podcast for Monday, fucking January 15th, 2024. I remember when I first learned how to do this on guitar. <laughs> wow, wow. You have to start high. And then make sure the other, the second note is like way over. I learned that from Eddie Van Anyways, hi, welcome to the show. <laughs> I fucking stole that lick from Eddie Van Halen. Uh, hi, welcome to another episode of this talking show. You guys, are you staying cold? Are you staying warm in the cold? <gasps> Minus 49 in Alberta. I was <coughs> I was looking at the phone, not to start off with something as uh, pedantic as the weather. Is that the right word? Pedantic? Is that, uh, let's see. Let's actually start off with a dictionary definition. Let's start off today's episodes with a dictionary definition. Pedantic. Pedantic, uh, more of like a pedant. Many of these essays are long dance. No, that's not the right word. What does it mean when someone is pedantic? Someone who annoys others by correcting small errors. Okay, well, that's not what that is. What is fucking boring? What's a synonym for boring? Something is normal, boring, monotonous, ooh, tedious, repetitive, uh, lacking variety. Okay, anyways. <laughs> Sounds a lot like this fucking stupid podcast. Uh, okay, but anyways, it was minus fucking 49 in Alberta. Anyways, but minus 49 in Alberta. Uh, my sister sent me a picture of like the weather alert and they were like, they, it was like a frostbite warning. Like, do, uh, do not go outside like frostbite within minutes. It was, it was like pretty much like you're fucked. And then they issued a power alert too, where they're like, yo, everyone is cranking the heat so much that that's maxing out our power grid. So can you chill out? You guys chill out on any non-essential power. So like turn off the stove and like whatever, turn everything off and just kind of chill out. And uh, you could see it in Alberta. The, the, uh, the power grid, it, it dropped after that text message went out. They sent out this like mass, you know, like Amber Alert style warning being like, yo, you got to fucking, you know, turn all your shit off. Otherwise, our shit's going to blow. You know, we go blow and then we're all fucked, right? So you're like, that kind of has everyone. But then I looked into it and it was like uh, something like 78% or even higher than that of the power consumption in Alberta is non-residential or even higher than that. So it was like, you know, you beam out this text to everyone asking them to fucking turn off their, their uh, easy, you know, their easy bake ovens. <laughs> hey, why don't you unplug that fucking light bright? We're trying to stay warm over here. And uh, when really it's not, it's just the fucking, you know, all you got to do is ask like fucking five companies to turn some shit off, you know, but that, that would, that doesn't, that's not the plan, bro. That's not what the point of the government is. The point of the government is to maintain a stratification between a class of people who own land and resources and those who do not. And when the fucking grid 
uh, that you do not own is getting fucking stressed out. The one that you pay into so that these fucking... <laughs> oh, I'm getting it. We're going old school here today. So that these businesses that fucking utilize this power to conduct their operations every fucking day, you know... They're saying, you got to chill out, man. You The, the little guy's got to fucking chill out on the grid here, man. <laughs> Anyways, I thought it was fucking pretty gnarly, man. Because, like, that's going to be the, the that's gonna be the thing now. It's like we're stressing out the power. And it's like Alberta was like, yo, we're not doing any fucking solar. Like, you know, Danielle came in and she's just like, you know, she shut down all the renewables. Kenny did the same thing. Like, any plans for future renewable energy development? It's like, that's so funny because there's like, there's like, what's the argument against that? <laughs> like, what's the argument against switching fucking energy to renewable resources? Like, there's, <laughs> how could you argue against that? <laughs> it's like, literally like, it's like funny. It's not, it's like, whatever, like, it's like actually funny to me that you, you could even like argue against that. It's like, I talked about this before, but if you could have a tree that grew fucking one apple and when you picked it, it had no more apples. Or if you could grow a tree and you picked an apple, a new apple would grow there. Which tree would you get? <laughs> it's like, that's what we're talking. That's literally, that is literally what we're talking about right now. So whatever, fucking, it was real fucking cold. And, um, it was cold here too. And Terry has his little booties on now. So fucking we got to him these little city booties because when we're in the city, there's a bunch of crap salt fucking around. And then he, he would like he would walk and his little feet would hurt. He would like lift his paws and be like, ouch. He'd look at you and be like, ouchie. So we got him these little booties, you know, which if you live in Toronto, it's not an uncommon thing. Like if you were to, br you know, bring a fucking dog wearing boots into the country, be like, what the fuck? <laughs> It's like, just shoot that thing. <laughs> but he's our little baby. He needs his little booties. So whatever. It's so cold that Terry needed his little fucking booties. And uh, it's pretty funny watching him because he doesn't know how to walk in them. And he's just like, you know, I find it like completely like humiliating for him. But we already chopped his nuts off. So he can't really get any worse than that. <laughs> it's like, I already chopped your balls off, bro. Uh, there's nothing more emasculating, literally more emasculating than chopping off your nuts. Okay, so it was cold. That's, uh, well, let's start. Ah! <laughs> I don't know why I did that last one. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, so I was back at the Court of Comedy Club on a Friday night for two shows. I got there early enough, so big fucking snowstorm coming down the pipe here in, uh, in Halton Hills, Georgetown, Toronto, GTA. Got the fucking weather alert. But this is what I've learned working in the news now for, like, over a year and a half, is that Weather Canada has to just be like, it's a tornado. <laughs> it's like, is it? It's like, well, the thing is saying it's like a 1% chance, so, like, yeah. Like it, we, like it is, there is a, there, it's a tornado. And then you're like, well, it says 1% and you're like, well, fuck. And they're like, buddy, like what? It says 1%. What if it happened? Then what? Then, and what if I said it wasn't going to be a tornado and it did be a tornado? Then who's, then who's fucking the weather guys, the old gym at Weather Canada is going to get here, get old fucking earful. I'll tell you that much. 
So guess what? It's a fucking tornado. So <laughs> anyways, the point of this is that they called for a big fucking five to 10 centimeter snowstorm. So I'm hosting the 10 o'clock show. So I'm like, whatever, I'm just going to leave early. I'm going to give myself three hours to get there, knowing how dumb everyone is in Toronto and how fucking stupid just the general motor vehicle situation is. You know, it's a 40 minute drive. It's a 40 minute drive. So I gave myself three hours. And uh, sure enough, the snow's coming down and I'm getting out of the country. Like I live up in the country, like I live in a town, but I have, you have to go through the country to get back into the city. So either way, we're going through the farm roads and people are just fucking driving stupid as fuck and driving in the middle of the road. And then it's a two way, you know, there's no la- passing lanes, So everyone's just stuck behind this one slow fucking guy with his four ways on. I love people that turn on their four ways in a, in a big winter snowstorm. It's like this traction control Oh, I got to turn on my traction control beams here. Like, <laughs> like, what the fuck does having your four ways on just because it's snowing doesn't. It's like, yeah, we can see you like it's like just your four ways on just means like all that's telling me is that you are in equipped to be you are ill equipped for this situation right now. You're terrified and you're actually someone that I don't want to be anywhere near right now. Like you see, it's just like fucking dummy indicator lights. It's like, yeah, we know it's snowing. We're all in this snowstorm right now. You don't have to turn your four ways on and be like, I'm, hey, well, I'm here. Look, I am here. This is my zone and I am in an emergency. <laughs> Fucking four ways on. And it's like, it was, it was not that, it was a snowstorm, but it's just like, I was thinking back to how I came up in Alberta and it's just like, this was just like a normal you know, snowstorms happen. You got to get around. And if it's snowing when you're driving, you just fucking take her easy. You know, bust a fucking e-brake if you need to and take her easy. You know, don't put the four ways on and freak the fuck out and drive in the middle of the road and, you know, and get all freaked out and just hammer on the brakes all the time. Like, you know, give a little bit of following distance, you know, ease off the brakes. Chances are you don't need to slam on the brakes. Like you're slipping forward. We're going forwards. Everyone's going forwards. <laughs> it's like that's usually when the trouble happens. It's when people slam on the fucking brakes and then you lose control or you're ripping too fast around a corner and you fucking fishtail and you don't know how to handle a fishtail. You know, that's I feel like they should have mandatory e-brake training, like just take you to the parking lot and just learn how to be in an out of control vehicle, because like unless you're dumb. Unless you're a dumb teenage boy, then you're never going to learn how to be comfortable in a just completely fishtailed vehicle. <laughs> but like, you know, by the time I was 18, I had spent, you know, 30% of my time driving sideways. <laughs> we would e-brake like in and out of the fucking alley. It got to the point where it wasn't even fun anymore. You just e-brake left, e-brake right, like, because the hood is so slippery, like, they do the arterial roads, they plow the arterial roads, but, you know, there's so many little hood side roads that it takes them a while to get there, so you end up just, you're, you know, you're just floating around, the e-brake becomes your best friend, and you just have to learn how to go sideways, and I... (laughs) And, yeah, I, I fucked up the van driving sideways a couple times. The last time I put the final nail in the coffin coming around the bend on Ada Boulevard just a little bit too fast. So I thought I'd take the e-brake, taking a right-hand side. And uh, I honestly thought that, the, but here's where the problem was, is that the momentum would have carried me if it was a straight road, but the road bent. So I had calculated my e-brake, my normal e-brake for just going around a regular fucking 45-degree corner but the road was bending. So when I e-brake to the right, the car kept drifting forward 
And then I would have corrected straight, but then the road, the curb happened first. <laughs> so it was my fault. And then we just dragged that thing back. That's probably what fucked it up is I was so terrified about telling my dad or doing anything. Like, you know, I was just fucking terrified. So we just grabbed the rope and just like dragged it back to my parents' house 10 blocks away or 15 blocks away. And I remember like one wheel was in. And one wheel was straight and I was like holding the wheel and it was like, holy fuck. And I kept like trying to compensate for the bent wheel and the straight wheel. And like, it was just, it was insane. It was really bad. That was really stupid. But, you know, there was a, a culture of fear <laughs> that I was, uh, that I was uh, scared of. So, uh, how did I start talking about, oh yeah, eat, break it sideways. So fucking, it, it only took me like, it, it took me like, that was the longest amount of time was just getting out of Georgetown and then whatever, I get into the city and I was there early enough. I gave myself three hours. So I actually got to do the guest spot on the early show and I'm trying to do some new shit, brand new shit. I did shit. I never talked about before. I'm trying to talk about how like my sister is my best friend, uh, because, uh, she's the only one who knows, who knows, <laughs> who knows what happened. <laughs> in the place and you know that's kind of like a Marin-esque sort of setup where like it's only gonna be like you know that's only like a 20% or like only 20% of the crowd is even gonna get that setup and then I'm gonna have to explain it and then I'll, the other it's mainly sad is what it is 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 that but it's just like I kind of I don't know I kind of want to talk about how like be, when you have a family it's like starting a cult like that's literally what you're doing when you have a family is you're not having a family you're just starting your own little cult based on your own worldview and you get to fucking have you these members that are completely indoctrinated to your entire worldview and become extensions of yourself you know so it's like this weird fucking like you know you have this little cult and then like you know you have the members and then maybe the members break free or do the, the members stay part of the cult you know <laughs> it's, it's just like a cult i guess i don't know so it was an idea I was exploring on stage. And then I had to host and uh, the 10 o'clock show and it was really fun. And uh, yeah, uh, uh, other than that, I wanted to talk about this. I'm a fucking auction guy now. So I always have been, I always was. I'll tell you a story. Uh, back in the day, there was a couple auctions in Edmonton, car auction places that my buddies had paid money to be a part of. It's like 500 bucks to join this, like, you know, whatever. I can't remember. Is Osiris or uh, we could Google it. I got a computer Edmonton car auction. What was it? Uh, Mitchner Allen. That's what it was. Mitchner Allen. So fucking a couple of my buddies had memberships to Mitchner Allen. And we would just go to these car auctions on the weekend and you would see these like repossessed vehicles or vehicles that were like, I remember we saw this um, Ford uh, Fusion all-wheel drive. Fucking nice car, but it was just pitted with hail damage. And it was selling, I think it sold for nine or 11 grand or something. Uh, it only had like 25,000 kilometers on it. It was like beautiful car, but just like pitted with hail damage. So you, you get deals like that or whatever. And then also when I was a kid, my dad, because he ran a horse track, we would do fucking horse auctions. So one of my gigs when I was like, or <laughs> when I was like 15 <clears throat> is my dad would pay me and two of my buddies 50 bucks each uh, to run the bids between the auctioneer and the fucking bit bidders, I guess, at the horse auction. So there's a big stable. My dad's work. We go into the stable 
And then they would fucking trot the horses out. And then they would say, you know, here's fucking sugar cubes, how much you want. And then they'd big horse auction, right? And then you'd run the fucking bid slip from the table, you know, to the fucking, you know, it's like lot 63 fucking nibbles and biscuits is sold to, you know, this fucking farmer, you know, with the number 108 or whatever. So you go run this lot oh, slip over. <clears throat> and that was actually sick because when you're 15, it was a three hour gig. Or even two. I think it was probably two hours. And we would get 50 bucks cash. And my dad would just let us loose with 150 bucks. I remember we bought a quarter. We were like, should we each take like 20 bucks and go buy a quarter from our 50? And then like, and we were like, whoa. <laughs> we bought a quarter and it was like, whoa, man. <laughs> like, holy fuck. Like, I am fucking... Tony Montana, bro. Like we have a quarter ounce. Like think about that. A quarter of an ounce, bro. Like seven. That's like seven grams when you're normally buying one. That's insane. That's that's insane. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever be that stoked on anything ever again in my entire fucking life. It's probably why people have kids. Because you're trying to just reclaim that feeling of what it feels like to buy a quarter ounce of weed for the first time. <laughs> Shit is fucked up. Um, <laughs> so anyways, I'm on. Anyways, what, how do we get to this? Because I'm on the fucking this auction site now. So I went in and I'm like, I'm like thinking, I'm like, yo, I'm looking for an ice machine. Because... <laughs> This is what I do with my time now is I think about ways that I can, you know, just be stupid more efficiently. One of those is to have an industrial grade ice machine. I'm fantasizing about having like I used to work at a movie theater in high school before as a line cook. And uh, the ice machine was sick. I love filling up a bottle filled with ice. And one time we were going camping and I backed my fucking van up to the movie theater side door and I loaded three coolers up with ice and you wouldn't have even noticed that there was any ice gone. So I had this fantasy of getting, uh, or I was at Jeff, uh, Jeff and Kira's and they have a tabletop ice machine. So I was looking at those and I was like, yo, I wonder if, cause I know some of these auction places do restaurant, uh, liquidation sales. Like if a restaurant goes bankrupt or whatever, they eventually auction off all the crap at these places. So I'm like, yo, so I saw, I found an old restaurant auction place. Uh, and it was, the lot was an old music studio and a restaurant on, in the same lot. So it was a music studio, restaurant combination, fucking auction. So I ended up bidding on like 25 things. <laughs> I'm betting on Cambros, Butcher Blocks, an industrial grade 125 pounds mixer, dough mixer. Like the sort of dough mixer that you would need for a bakery that sells like hundreds of loaves of bread a day. <laughs> I'm like, what? what the fuck is wrong with me? Uh, I did find the ice machine. Currently, I'm outbid. It's a hotel ice machine, just like you'd see on the on floor three, six, and seven of the Ho Holiday Inn. Uh, I'm outbid, forty two dollars and fifty cents. 
is insane. Now that I say this out loud, I'm actually insane. What I am winning on, though, is a KitchenAid stand mixer, uh, a couple of Yorkville speaker stands, <laughs> a deep freezer, and a 12-quart Cambro. Uh, five pieces. So that would, uh, that would indicate to me that there's five of them. So we'll see. The auction closes on Thursday. I will definitely update you as to, as to how many of these I win. I'm going to go with probably two. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Okay. Another uh, news, the Sunday parlay. Uh, Alex just decided to do... Uh, it was my fault, not Alex. I decided to just bow out. This is, this is his... This works better as his podcast anyways. Sometimes this shit happens with, like, ideas. Uh, like, sometimes it's like, you know, it came to me... But it's like Alex's podcast. You know, it was like my idea or like our idea, but it's actually his podcast. So I'm happy that he has a podcast now about football. And go listen to it still. I've just got to get this kid better equipment. And maybe I'll hop back on for the fucking, for some after the wild cards here. We'll get an OG episode going. Uh, what else do I want to talk about? I'm a dumbass. I'm betting on a bunch of silent auction shit. Uh... Fuck, I don't remember. I don't remember. Was that it? Um, yeah. Okay. Fucking A. Yeah. Promotional consideration for this week, Drew, is provided by our Patreons. Would you like to access the bonus content as well as the funny, fuzzy, the warm, fuzzy feeling of uh, contributing to this, the most independent? I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go out online here and just say that I am the most independent podcast that has ever existed. <laughs> go to Patreon.com/slash/DrewBame. Sign up for as low as five bucks and get your shout out like these fine folks. Uh, Josh, Nah, Alicia, Iron Eagle. Uh, James, new guy, Mark, Nick, and Mac, Bubba, Marnus, motherfucking street demon, our number one fan, Joel, and in the hall of fame, call it Andre Blair and Terrence, say they name one up, one um, hi, Papa Mink, hi, Papa Mink, go to patreon.com slash dream, sign up for as low as five bucks, if you're dumb, and I can't stress that enough, <laughs> <laughs> or seven if you're dumb and play guitar. Promotional consideration for this week of Drew. Also provided by our sponsor, KingTotsCannabis.cc. Use the promo code Drew. They got these fill me up fucking little buttercup. Uh, fill me up buttercup dab on the go. 50% off. So it's this little load up pen, which I am needing because I got these dabs here. And I'll tell you. Oh boy, I'll tell you. Uh, I've been needing to get high on these and I've been needing a way to get high on them. Cause I'm not going to buy it. I'm not going to be a dab guy. I'm not buying the torch. It's just too much like crack. It just looks for me. And I'm not saying you look like a crackhead. If you do dabs, like I just feel like <laughs> custy. I feel too custy. Even though it's just sweet custy to a custy, uh, to lemon custy, go to kingtutscannabis.cc. Use the promo code drew. You will receive 10% off your order at checkout. Oh, oh, I just got outbid on another fucking thing. God damn it. What am I outbid on now? Oh, the audio technica headphones. 
Am I going to spend $35 on some used ATH M50s? Those are nice fucking headphones. Those are my favorite headphones, actually, the ATH M50s. Actually, I have some nice headphones right now. I have the Sennheiser HD fucking 280 Pros, but, uh, you know, whatever. Okay. Uh, fuck. Play guitar now? Yeah. I feel like there's one more thing. That's why I feel like I'm sketchy right now. I feel like there's one more thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, whatever. We'll save it. Stick around. Let's hear a low guitar. Okay, I got some fucking uh, dates coming up. Kitchener. Now this is cinematic rock ballad guitar backing track in G minor. I have no idea if I can like this. I don't think I can like this. We'll see here. We'll try. G minor is a hard key.
I have a bonus that one day every bonus shall be a bonus and every bonus and bonus shall be bonus and all the bonuses.